Hello there. I was just thinking how quick 2021 has flown by. Like it feels like only a couple of weeks ago that I was moaning about the cold, short, dark days of winter uh, during the Ireland's third lockdown. And now all of a sudden it's getting warm again. It's bright. It, the days are longer. I'm able to hike. We're able to go outside. I, I completely understand that I'm saying that from a position of privilege. You know, other countries around the world are not so fortunate. In particular at the moment. Our hearts and minds go out to those that are suffering in India and in Nepal. Um, where the pandemic is, is kind of spiralled off out of control again um one of our team members malika she she lives and she's from india uh, at the, the the feet the foot of the himalayas um so we're i suppose especially uh poignant about this and especially uh, worried about her safety and the family the safety of her family uh but to all those that are suffering at the moment in, in india india and nepal uh, our hearts and minds go out to you. Um, so on this episode of the podcast, uh, I interview uh, a chap, a fellow, a human called Mac. That That's his name. No, it's his real name is Tyler Fox, which I actually only figured out at the beginning of the interview, just before we started the interview. I was, I was looking all over his website. Uh, Tyler Mac has a blog called halfway anywhere halfway anywhere uh it's a fantastic blog he he uh, it's a travel blog but he mainly focuses on hiking or outdoor adventures um he's hiked the pct he's hiked the cdt uh he's done a bunch of trails all over the world he's hiked in nepal actually um uh, which you we talk about a little bit he's he's hiked in australia and um and some parts of europe as well Really cool guy, really, really interesting, packed full of energy. Like the guy just seems to be constantly on an adventure. He's always doing something. Uh, I think today, as I'm recording this, was the final day of his Arizona trail bike pack. So him and a friend, they packed their bags and headed off on mountain bikes across the Arizona trail, the AZT. Um, it was really fun to, to, to follow him, uh, see his, his daily updates. Um, so if you head over to his social media channel, uh, channels, uh, Instagram, um, you'll be able to see all of his pictures and his photos of the, the bikepacking trip that he did. Uh, one of the images that he put up there yesterday, I think it was, was of him and his friend carrying their bikes up through, uh, up the rim to rim part of the rim to rim trail through the grand canyon and he said something in the post i think it was um i can't remember the entire post i I don't have it here in front of me Uh, i am winging this by the way Uh, can you tell but he said i hate you all and i don't think i've ever understood a statement as much as I understood that statement. Anyone who's listened to this, who's ever done any kind of 
long distance trail or hiking or kind of any any kind of physical activity that that really takes it out of you and long distance hiking or backpacking or bike packing in this in this case can really take it out of you not just on one day but over the course of several days and in uh in tyler's case over three weeks i think it was 24 25 days maybe even longer and at the end of your trail and like i think uh rim to rim trail if i'm not uh mistaken is is quite a busy trail there'll be quite a bit of traffic so imagine trying to carry your bike on the back of your on your back with all of your gear on a steep trail with loads of people around but also mix into that your love of the outdoors your love of adventure your love of backpacking bikepacking whatever it is and a statement like i hate you all has never em- embodied love as much as any other statement i've ever heard in that i hate you all i heard i love you all i care about every single one of you dearly but please get the hell out of my way do you not see this bike on my back i love you but get the hell out of my way that's what i read and i commented that and i think he agreed <laughs> i think he i think he i think he he meant that uh, in what he said but anyway Tyler's a great guy. Uh, we had some technical difficulties. There was Wi-Fi issues left, right, and center. Uh, so you might hear drop off. Uh, I got a little cheeky snap of him mid-freeze on Zoom. So I'll put that up on social media. Uh, sorry, Mac. It, it, it's going to happen. Sorry. Uh, also, a trigger warning. Around 48 minutes uh, to about 52 minutes. We talk about toenails. I, uh, I'm sorry. I remember listening through this and editing the show, and my girlfriend was right beside me when, <laughs> when I was doing it, and she nearly got sick. So, trigger warning to anybody who's squeamish or doesn't like toenails or ingrown toenails or anything like that. Yeah, you might want to skip from 48 minutes to 52 minutes. Like, just, just yeah, just a fair, fair warning. Okay. Um. Yeah, uh, I suppose before we get into that, uh, I'll let you know about Hiker. So Hiker is usually I read off a script for this, but I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna wing it here as well. We, this is this is how the show is starting. I'm I'm not gonna change it now. Hiker is an app. Hiker is a mobile and a web app uh, that our CEO and founder uh, Paul Finley has uh, developed along uh, alongside a team of excellent designers and developers and marketeers like yours truly um and it helps you to navigate long distance trails from all over the world at the moment we have about 1700 trails over 1700 trails uh mapped all over the world so that's europe north america south america asia australia new zealand africa uh actually i don't think we have africa yet but it's on the way we have a lot of trails and we're continuing to grow so if you're looking for you know, a short weekend backpacking trip, or you're looking for, uh, you know, a couple of weeks section hike, uh, you're looking to traverse mountains, or you want to walk from one end of a country to another, or one end of a continent to another. We have a trail for everybody that wants to appreciate and experience the great outdoors. So head over to the Hiker uh, app 
you can download it for free in the app store ios or android or head over to the website which is hiker.app and uh yeah start using it there's a free version that you can use immediately totally for free um and then there's a paid version which obviously comes with more uh features and you can download maps you can print maps you can download gpx files uh really we are so proud of this product um and i don't know if you've been so following our social media channels lately but we're at the moment we're we're seeking funding um so we're in the middle of a, a few different programs that's that's going to hopefully aid us to to get that funding um so your reviews downloads um feedback everything we appreciate everything that you do for this uh we have put our heart and soul into this and we really want this to succeed so all the help that you can provide really really appreciate it and also if you like this podcast share it review it comment on it tell me it's crap tell me it's amazing whatever i, w- I want to hear from you guys so without further ado um i will hand over to our interviewer me uh and let's talk to, to tyler fox this is much better now yeah the quality seems a lot better because you're using the app rather than the browser. It's probably because the the Wi-Fi is warmed up now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got a nice, we got a bit of steam going on here with the with the Wi-Fi. Excuse me while I drink my Friday one beer on a Friday. That's okay. I got my my coffee. <laughs> um, so sorry, T- Tyler Fox. Uh, officially, that is my name. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But with, with, within the hiking community, people know me as as Mac. Like only like my, I don't know. It, it's it's gotten complicated to the point where like I have hiking friends hanging out with non-hiking friends and hanging out with like another group of friends, and everybody calls me something different. And it's like I don't know. I just where 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 did, where did Mac come from? Oh, it's like I hate I hate those the origin story of my name so much. It's like the worst story. Um, it's just because when I hiked the PCT in 2013, like there weren't a lot of people on the PCT. Like there were, but like not compared to now. Mm. And I started I started relatively late, so I didn't meet anybody at the beginning of the trail. Like I met like very few people. Like I I can like count on my fingers how many people I met through hiking in the desert Mm. and so i didn't get a trail name for like the longest time but everybody kept saying to me like like oh hey dude you know who you look like you look like that guy mac from it's always sunny in philadelphia i don't know if you're you know the show yeah and i'm looking at you right now like oh my god you do no but i I don't i i don't know honestly i don't see it at all like i'm like there's a resemblance like when when as soon as you said it i was like ah yeah i do see it now so like sorry like, if that offends you no it it doesn't i just i just don't agree but it's like <laughs> sure whatever it's, um but uh yeah so it's like everybody just kept telling me that telling me that and then i was like okay well if i get to kennedy meadows which is like the entrance to the sierra uh and I haven't gotten a trail name yet, then I'll just start going by Mac. And then, you know, like two or three more people are like, hey, you know who you look like? I'm like, yes, I know. And <laughs> I was like, I guess I'm just going to go by Mac now because I'm tired of going by my name. Like I need, I need something. So, yeah. And it worked out because now like, I don't have, like I can go by my trail name and it's not strange, you know? Yeah. A lot of people 
you know, you can't, you know, so. Well, like but, uh, I, I've heard a lot of stories about like origin stories of trail names. And it's usually, usually people don't really like this, the story of why they called that, but they, they don't mind the name. They're just like, yeah, well, that's my name. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, mo- honestly, like most, like, I don't, Nothing comes to mind as like a particularly interesting story of how somebody got their trail name that I personally know. Like it's always just like, oh yeah, like a butterfly landed on me, and so now I'm butterfly. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> that's, that's fascinating. <laughs> um, but it's yeah, it's whatever. It's uh, it's I don't know. It's cool. Yeah, well, it's, it's it. nice to ha- it's nice to have a trail name, and, and uh, like I, I haven't been dubbed uh, anything yet, and I'm waiting for uh, yeah, I'm waiting for a petal to fall on my forehead and to be called petal. Yeah, <laughs> but it it really does make it easier to remember people's names, though. Like yeah, because it's like what well, you're gonna remember, like oh, have you met Mike? Like oh, the the taller Mike with like the brown hair? No, like he's like, yeah. a little shorter, a hyperlight pack. Like oh no no this. No. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> Oh, you know rooster? Oh, yeah, I know rooster. Like, okay, cool. So, was the Pacific Crest Trail your first through hike? Uh, it was my first through hike and my first overnight backpacking trip, and my first. It was a lot of firsts. Like, whoa, yeah, Jesus, man. arguably like my first like real quote unquote hike. Like, I don't, I don't think I had ever. I was in like Boy Scouts when I was like really young and like didn't really like it and you know we did like day hikes i think the longest i hiked was eight miles one day or something but yeah pct was my first uh my first big hike it was a lot of firsts it was a very very big learning experience but it was great so talk to me like you're you went and i don't want to like grill you about your gear or anything like that but like did you go did you do much research about us did you or did you go with a group of friends and they kind of told you what you needed to do no i had like no friends who uh who hiked like i had one friend who i thought like okay this is my friend he's been my friend for so long he's gonna hike the pct with me it's gonna be cool and he's like no like i can't do that i need to like start my life and get a job and like get married i'm like oh dude like come on let's do this thing and and so I really just, I went it all by myself and uh, I did all the research I could. I got all, I got what I thought was like all of the gear that I needed. Like it, in retrospect, I did a, a pretty good job for just like for the information that was available and where I was at. Uh, I definitely brought way too much gear and, you know, at the end of the hike, my pack looked a lot differently than it did at the beginning, but uh, it really, it wasn't too bad. Like, but it's, it's crazy though, too, because I mean, the app everybody uses on the PCT now, like the Gut Hook app, which I'm sure you're familiar with. Like, I think that was the very first year that they had come out with it. So, like, I was carrying paper maps and, like, my GPS on my phone, like, didn't even work. And it's just, like, in retrospect, I'm, like, I, I'm, like, very impressed with myself <laughs> for having done that because, like, I, I feel like knowing, my ignorance, like, really helped me because, like, knowing all I know now, like, I'm not sure I would have advised... <laughs> 2013 me to go and do that but since you know i knew nothing i was just like okay cool and, and yeah. it worked out. yeah 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 well like i want to throw my safety hat on here you do you do have to have a paper map like i think it's like 101 hiking like you want to have that backup because you never know what's going to happen to your phone you never know what's going to happen to your technology yeah. you, you got to have that yeah. um yeah 
but like but uh the majority of people these days and like i know we're a hiking app we are a hiking company uh but we do provide print maps but um you you you'd have to have that like you have to have that backup because you never know what's going to happen and people these days are relying a lot more on technology uh so yeah like having that experience that you had like your very first time out hiking your very first time going out and setting up a tent and like getting up the next day and hiking again like that just blows my mind but you do that with a like the old school way you know map and a compass yeah i mean it was uh, like i said a real learning experience but i mean i love maps like i always buy maps i have, I have so many paper maps for everywhere i go so i mean i'm definitely a pro paper map but yeah, I mean, I do, you know, I get lazy sometimes. I'm like, oh, like, you know, I'm hiking with my buddy. He's got a phone. I got a battery backup. He's got a battery backup. Like, so that's where each other's backups. We don't need paper masks, right? <laughs> <laughs> so you did, what, what year was that, 2013, 2014? That was 2013. Okay. Um, so what spurred you on to do that? Why, why did you choose to go and do the PCT? It was like it was it. You you weren't part of the uh, the uh, the the wild effect. No, the the movie actually came out maybe twenty fourteen. I know it. The, I know the movie wasn't out when we hiked, but the book was out. They were like yeah. filming the movie while we were hiking, and everybody's like, "Oh, they're filming wild! Like, they're gonna find them filming wild on the PCT." Even though like a lot of it was not filmed on the PCT. <laughs> Yeah, it's like watching a PCT hiker. They like get to like Kennedy Meadows, and you're just like, "That's not Kennedy Meadows." <laughs> <laughs> but no, I uh, like the short answer is I I I thought it would be a very good way to uh, live for a long time on the limited amount of money that I had. Okay, I was like, "Huh, I made a little bit of money." I could go and travel, but I'd probably spend that money pretty quickly. But if I did this like really long hike, I could make that money last for like five months. <laughs> so that was a that was a big motivation for me actually. Um, and I just thought it would be cool to walk from Mexico to Canada. Like that that idea that's, was that's like pretty, it's pretty it's pretty damn cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, now it's become like so drilled into me. Like, oh yeah, walking from Mexico to Canada, like somebody's like oh i walked from mexico to canada i'm like oh cool like and uh what are you drinking like, it's like <laughs> at the time i was like whoa <laughs> um and uh, so are, are you from california is that why you automatically went to the pct or did you look at other trails that were around uh, well so like i didn't know about through hiking or long distance hiking or anything but i met this uh i was on the east coast i had worked uh on the east coast for the summer and i met this guy who was like retired and like super active and fit and he was telling me about how he was gonna hike the appalachian trail which i had like heard of like vaguely i was like oh okay like there's mountains called that too right like and uh i was just like he told me about it and i was like you're gonna walk from georgia to maine like over two thousand miles and that just blew my mind and so at first I said, okay, I'm going to go and hike that trail that that guy was telling me about because that sounds pretty cool. And then once I started researching it, I discovered the PCT. Mm -hmm. And being from California and it going from Mexico to Canada, I, 
said, wow, that's that sounds even better than the Appalachian Trail. So I'm going to do this one instead. <laughs> and I mean, that's really all there was to it. Like, yeah, logistically, I thought it would be easier because, you know, I have family in California. I don't really know many people on the East Coast. I didn't really know much about the East Coast. Like, I didn't even know much about, like, as far as hiking in the, my experience in the Sierra in California was limited to going snowboarding. I don't think I had ever been on a, a hike really anywhere outside of maybe like the greater LA area like right and what what, when you went to do the PCT did you have your blog and guides did you have that in mind or your videos did you have those in mind from the get-go or was it an afterthought no like I had a blog before it was um mostly just a personal blog i started it i studied abroad in brazil and i i started it when i was down there just to be like hey here are things that i think are funny in brazil as an american person who has never lived in another country before and uh you know i I enjoyed maintaining the blog and then i wrote about when i when i moved to the east coast and i was working on this like little obscure island and then um I just started writing about the PCT because I was like the next thing that I was doing. So it um, it was really just like a, you know, personal project. Like, you know, this will be fun. My grandma likes to read it, uh, <laughs> you know, and nothing, it was very little foresight. You know, if you had told me back then that like I would be doing now what I'm doing now, I'd be like, that, that sounds crazy. <laughs> yeah. There's no way that that's true, but. Yeah, I mean, and even like the videos, like my my video of the PCT, you know, went viral. It has like almost 6 million views now. And it's like that video that I made, I was just like, oh, I it'll be interesting if I just film a little bit every day and then put it all together at the end. And, and you know, personally, I'm like, oh, if I had known that people were going to like this video, I would have actually filmed the most interesting thing every day. But it was kind of just like, oh, crap, I need to take my my camera out and film something because I, I didn't film today so like I'm going through the Sierra and there's some days where all it's just like me walking in trees and I'm like oh man I, I could have been filming at the top of a pass or at this lake or so um, I, have, I have the same video for the Continental Divide Trail which I actually like thought to myself like okay I'm gonna actually film interesting things every day but it didn't really it didn't take off the same way the PCT video did and it makes me sad because I'm like no that was the one that I actually like tried on <laughs> So well, if there's a lesson out of this, never try. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Just stick to a fixed schedule. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I I I uh, I actually really enjoyed. You now I, I I sat down. I'll sit down and watch the other videos as well. But the, you have the um, the continental divide trail in four minutes. Uh, so it's just the, the way you put it all together, the editing of it all, because you're all kind of walk, walking down one track, but every single track is different. You have flowers and you've got track, you've got forest, you've got mountain passes. It's spectacular. Um, uh, so, yeah, I definitely would recommend people going over and check check all your videos out. But what was it? Yeah, yeah. What was it that happened in Brazil? So what's the backstory? Where did where did where did halfway anywhere come from? The name? Well, no, sorry. You, you said um, on your website in your blog, you mentioned that you made a bit of a a life choice. 
Wait, am I going on the, the right? Am I going on the right? <laughs> am I interviewing correct here? <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I need some more direction. <laughs> uh, what happened in Brazil? You mentioned in your blog that uh, you kind yeah. of changed your life course in Brazil, or or Brazil was a major part of that uh while you were while you were down there and since then you decided to change course from going studying law and going into law school oh yeah that it, it was brazil was maybe like the the start of it like the, okay. the seed like you know um i don't know i i, I was kind of all over the place when i was in school i I, I spent two years at one university and then I transferred and I was at another one for three semesters. And then I did my whole last year abroad in Brazil. So like I was, I was moving all over the place all the time. And um, I don't know, I, I really loved Brazil. I loved traveling. I met a whole bunch of friends down there. I was just like, wow, like the world is a lot bigger than Southern California and Northern California or whatever. Um, but yeah, it was after Brazil that I I went back to California, like you know, got a quote unquote job. Um, decided I didn't want to go to law school because I was talking to a bunch of lawyers or you know, like friends who were lawyers and new lawyers, and they're kind of like, you really shouldn't do that unless you really want to go to law school. And I'm like, I'm just kind of doing it because I don't know what else to do. They're like, that's a terrible reason don't don't you know spend all this money go to law school and i was like okay i'll, I'll take that advice um yeah and you know got a job hated it was you know not being able to save any money and i was like this isn't i don't think this is how life is supposed to work like i graduated i got a job and i'm like only spending money on rent and groceries and i'm still losing money every month like and that's when one of my friends was like hey quit your job move to the east coast come and work at my bar for the summer on like this island you'll make a bunch more money than you're making now it'll be lots of fun and I was just like all right cool that sounds like like better than what I'm doing right now and uh and I did I made a bunch of money had a lot of fun and I was like wow like I could I, I just made a bunch of money having a bunch of fun all summer I guess I don't have to you know just go get a regular quote-unquote job like I thought I had to do there's other ways to do this yeah. This post this post university life thing, which is very scary. You know, it's like you graduate and it's just like, okay, you're in the world now. Like, go, like, be free. And you're like, wait, what happened to just like having the routine of like going to class and I can do whatever I want? It's but, so much fun. And don't forget your your hierarchy of needs. Keep that in your back pocket. <laughs> but yeah, and then and then so like it was after that summer that I met that guy that I told you about who was hiking the Appalachian Trail and he kind of was like what started me on the journey to discovering the PCT and and that just you know it's it's kind of put me on the path of where I am now it's 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 been a very uh I, I could never have predicted like anything that has led me to where I am right now it's it's been unpredictable <laughs> <laughs> I think that that's something that everybody can relate to as well. Like, you know, doing things because you think it's, you're supposed to do it, you know, think that that's what the, the way the life is framed up. And that certainly has happened to me. And even in the last few years, I've, I've realized, well, oh, hang on a second. I've been doing all the things 
for the wrong reasons or I've been thinking that I need to get myself into this career path because that's what society tells me that, that I need to do um, and through these conversations that I'm having with people like yourself on the podcast it's it's a very common t- theme even for people la- later in their years like, I, like I, as I said to you there's a guy that I met from New Zealand um, he's in his 60s and he just he he just decided, you know, what, I'm I'm going to go do this. I, I I was never a hiker or a tramper, as he calls they call themselves over there. Um, I'm going to go walk from one end of New Zealand to the other because screw it, why not? You know, I can live this life if I want to. Um, so yeah. Um, so, where, so when when you did the PCT, was like obviously you've gone on and done a bunch more hikes. Um, what drove you then to go? Oh, I just, uh, I'm, I, that's that's not enough. I have to do another. It really wasn't for a while afterwards that I that that kind of started. Like at, at the end of the PCT, I I hated everything. Like I was like, hiking is stupid. Through hiking is stupid. I can't believe I did this. Like for for the entirety of Oregon. And I was hiking northbound, so Oregon is, you know, getting towards the end. I was just so miserable, mad. Like, a friend of mine was driving out from Portland to meet me at the Oregon-Washington border. And I was like, okay, once he meets me, I'm going back to Portland with him. I'm going home. I'm finished. Like, I hiked, you know, from Mexico to the Washington-Oregon border. Why do I need to hike any further? Um, I really didn't like it. I, (laughs) I was not having a good time. Anybody who was around me at that time, which was only a couple of people, but I'm still, I'm still friends with them. Yeah. They'll tell you like, yeah, Mac was, Mac hated the PCT. <laughs> um, and people told me at the time, they're like, oh, like, I don't know. Like you'll through hiking's addicted. Like you'll, you'll, and I'm just like, you are stupid. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, and it's like, of course, like I'm the asshole. Like I, I had no idea what I was talking about because obviously look at me now but um when i finished the pct i had no money again and so i had to get a job and so then i ended up moving to japan to teach english uh just because i wanted to do like any job that wasn't conventional kind of i I don't know i wanted to be traveling or in another country or doing something not in the u.s so that was like a great opportunity and the place where I moved to in Japan, which I had no choice in where I moved, uh, was basically like, you can have a job here, you cannot have a job. And since I needed money, I was like, sure. Uh, it was like a very rural place. Uh, definitely not somewhere where I ever would have chosen to go or would recommend that anybody go. But I found out that it was pretty close to the mountains in Japan. And so then on the weekends, I started going and just hiking all of these mountains in Japan. And I was like, huh, like, I guess, I guess hiking's okay, you know? Um, And then while I was in Japan, I had two friends who hiked the Continental Divide Trail. And this is two of my really good friends from the PCT in 2013. And uh, two friends who I'm still friends with now. And I was like, oh man, like my friends are cooler than me now. They hiked the PCT and the CDT, like, can't I can't let that stand. <laughs> I have to hike the PCT now. 
I mean, and honestly, like them hiking the, the CDT was like a big motivation for, for me hiking the CDT because I was like, you guys, we're all supposed to be on the same level here and you guys are now a level above me. So uh, that's kind of like what put the idea of a CDT hike in my head. And then I didn't end up hiking the CDT until 2017. So, you know, it's four years after I did the PCT. And between those two, you know, I did lots of overnight stuff and shorter stuff, but really no big, long hikes. Except for I did ride a bicycle across Australia, but... Just, that, just us. Just that. <laughs> that, was, that was different. I just... That was another ill-conceived adventure that... I don't know. It was okay. I just, you know, I, I thought it would be really cool to do a long-distance bicycle trip. And uh, I was like, Australia's flat in the middle. I guess I'll, I'll do it in Australia across, across the outback. And did you have any cycling experience beforehand? No, I had done, my dad's a big cyclist. So there was like a period in like, you know, my third year of high school when I got one of his old road bikes and I would go and do like some longer rides but you know it's like for a day or something no overnight stuff no bike packing kind of stuff uh uh so yeah pretty little but i was like i know how to ride a bike and i'm pretty familiar with all this camping stuff so you know just let's put them together right like how hard could it be uh and the beginning was really hard like i on like the first week my knee was was killing me and i thought i was gonna have to call the whole thing off i was like I just spent all this money on a bike and all this bike gear and I had to like do some virtual consults with some friends and have them show me how to like, you know, properly fit myself on my bike and you know what to do to Yeah, okay, not... yeah. Cause I had I don't know, like I feel like once you through hike or you know and that's another through hike this word through hike has been it's like, what is a through hike now? I don't know. I, I, this, I is really actually, to... this is big. This has come up in nearly every single interview that I've had. Yeah, right? I, the, the, I, the debate I, around I, what is a through hike. I have this burning desire to write a post about like, what is a through hike? Cause all these people are like, Oh, I'm going to go through hike to this trail. And I'm like, well, that trail's like 60 miles long. Like, is it really a through hike? If you can like hike it in a day, if you really wanted to, like, I don't know. We, yeah. we could talk about that. Well, no, it's, it's it's like because there's there's so there's so many different words now as well coming into the the vernacular of backpacking or hiking, and you've got through hike, you've got hiking, you've got walking, you've got uh, tramping in in New Zealand and Australia, um, and and backpacking. You know, like what what constitutes a through hike? You know, I think literally it is walking from one end of a trail to another end of a trail. But really, you got to be like getting some sort of distance there, like something you can kind of pin to a wall and say, yeah, that's you can actually see a line on the map there. That's a through hike. Anyway, that's my own. Yeah. Opinion. I, I, I'm just 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 to get this out there. I think I'm not saying I know everything about how we should define through hike, but I think for something to be a through hike you should definitely also be able to section hike that same trail. You know what I mean? Ooh, okay. Interesting. Like if, if you can't break some, if you can't break a trail up into like smaller sections that could be hiked as like, you know, big, not, you know, obviously not as big as, but like, you know, like substantial hikes of their own, like then I don't think 
the trail. Because then it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think that should but have that, something. Then it kind of comes back to hike your own hike. It's whatever it is. Whatever you want to call it, it's your own thing. Is that really part of hike your own hike? Like what we call things? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as well. So some people call it their, they don't even call it a hiking. They call it an odyssey. They call it like their journey. Well, I guess as long as everybody's happy. It's That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, moving swiftly on. <laughs> so you, you you backpacked or you bike packed across Australia. Um, yes. And where did you go after that? How, what hikes did you after that? Did you go, go over to New Zealand then or? No, then I went to, uh, I think it was after. Then I went to Tasmania, which is also part of Australia. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I maybe didn't know that before, so I'm assuming some people out there don't know. I'm assuming you do know, but uh, yeah. <laughs> so I went to Tasmania and I did a whole bunch of hiking around Tasmania, which was awesome, and I really want to go back there. But Tasmania was another one of those places where, like, a lot of the hiking I really hated while I was doing it. There was just like so much mud and so little information and there's leeches and mostly that was it there's snakes but like i don't really care about snakes but the leeches in the mud were terrible well i was gonna say like you try hiking in ireland it's pretty much just one big mud bath uh yeah i mean i'm more used to it now i think it was because that was like really my first experience hiking in real mud not just like oh the trail's a little wet but like oh my knee is at ground level now because the rest of my leg is in the mud like um so i i I just don't think that i was just mentally prepared for what i was getting myself into but uh tasmania was great and then that was the start of 2017 which was uh the year i hiked the cdt so that was kind of my my precursor to the cdt was hiking in tasmania right and did you uh, so where did nepal come on 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 this Oh yeah, I forgot about Nepal. <laughs> so, I, I, I guess I guess those you could consider those like bigger trips that I did between uh, the PCT and the CDT because I went to Nepal. Uh, I was working at a school, so they had winter break mm. when I was working in Japan, and so for winter break, uh, both of the years that I was there, I went to Nepal and did. I did Everest Base Camp one year uh which was cool but was a little not disappointing but like i thought it was going to be a lot more intense than it was um like it's very easy and straightforward to hike to everest base camp like it's 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 awesome but it's like you know there's villages everywhere you sleep indoors every night and get hot meals and i had like a, a tent and like a minus 30 degree sleeping bag and like all of this like crazy gear that I was like oh I didn't need any of this like this <laughs> so then I went back to Nepal the next year and did this uh route called the three passes trek which is in the Everest region and uh is definitely what I would recommend people do if they go to Nepal and want to go to Everest base camp because you can right. do Everest base camp as a day trip uh from the three passes trek and the three passes trek you get to a lot more remote places you get a lot more elevation a lot more views a lot fewer people it's 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 
an incredible hike. I would definitely recommend. Uh, yeah. So the CDT then that was 2017. Um, when when you saw your friends doing that back in when whatever that year that was, was that the moment you're like, I have to go and hike the CDT? And it was just a case of like building up to the to the year and getting your permit and all that kind of stuff. Or did, was it when you got home? Uh, it was it was kind of it was kind of there. You know, like my, my friends would call me from the CDT and I'd be driving around somewhere in Japan and they'd be like, oh, this and that. And it kind of slowly built up in my head the idea that like, I'm going to have to do this. Like, <laughs> you know, if they had quit like in the first week or something, I would have been like, oh, okay. But, you know, as time went on, I kept talking to them. You know, it's, it's you very quickly forget the bad things and all you remember are like, oh, this was so nice. And oh, look at this picture and so beautiful. And so, you know, I was talking to them, just remembering all the good things of, about the PCT and not necessarily the half the time when I was just hating it. Um, right. And then so eventually I was like, I guess I have to hike the CDT. Um, I mean, hiking the CDT is pretty easy. There's no, not like the actual trail, but if you decide to hike it, there's no permit you have to get. There's no, oh. uh, um, like there's certain sections you need permits for if you uh, decide to camp in certain areas. But, you know, if you want to go hike the CDG tomorrow, the hardest thing is going to be logistically figuring out how to get to the southern terminus or the northern terminus. Right, because so, it's not, there's not a, like a direct road to us, or doesn't, sorry, there's not a public transport that will get you there. I definitely know you can get uh you can get to Lordsburg, which is like the first uh town heading north from the border, but then from there to the southern terminus is just like uh fairly rough dirt roads. Um you wouldn't want to take all cars down to the southern yeah. terminus. Yeah, we rented like a whatever the small Kia SUV is, I think, and that made it down, but it hadn't rained before and it took a little bit of maneuvering, but it's it's definitely not accessible at like the uh, the southern terminus of the PCT is, which even though it's a dirt road, it's a small dirt road, and you can just kind of pretty much drive right up to it. And my dad had like a a sedan when he drove me down there in 2013, and it was fine getting to the southern terminus. And I'm sure now it's even better than in, I was actually down there last year at the southern terminus, and the road was totally fine. So yeah. Uh, okay, so CDT compared to the pct because i think i've heard i think i've actually heard you speak about these before about the the which you prefer and it sounds like you had two different experiences you know like after the sierras you were kind of like i'm done with this what were you like with the cdt well with the cdt i it was easier it was mentally easier because i definitely knew what I was in for mm-hmm. I I had no illusions about you know like what the trail was going to be like and what I was going to be feeling like halfway through the trail um so I don't think there was any point in the CDT where I said to myself I'm gonna quit I hate this this is terrible because I, I I knew what I was getting myself into the whole time and I knew I wanted to hike the whole trail so you know, there was times where obviously I, I wasn't having the best time ever out on the trail, but, you know, I, I was expecting these things to happen. So, um, 
but I mean, it's, it really is hard to compare the two trails. Like from a personal experience, it's hard to compare because your first long trail is going to be, a, you know, a whole different experience regardless of which trail it is just by virtue of being your first long trail. You know, it's it, I somewhere on my blog, I think I compare it to like going to going to college mm. where it's like if you graduate and you decide to go to college, it's like this whole new magical crazy world and it's like all of these things and it doesn't matter where you are going to school, like no matter where you go, like you're gonna have these like, you know, freshman experiences where it's like, oh, like I'm on my own and everything's different and there's all these things I can do and it's kind of like that on a through hike where then it's like if, if you went to, to college and then you were going to go again you wouldn't have that same kind of you know special novel experience your first year because you kind of know you know you know what you're getting yourself into and it was like the same thing on the CDT it was like nothing was like novel or special anymore yeah because you know I'd already done it but you know like the trail itself was new and you know interesting and there was new cool things to see so you can compare you know how physically challenging the trail was or how beautiful you thought certain sections of the trail were but like to to be like which one was your favorite it's hard to ask because yeah you know who knows if i had hiked the cdt first and i had had all of these feelings on the cdt that i had on the pct maybe i'd be like oh the cdt for sure maybe i'd be like no actually I don't know. So it's it really is. It's 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 hard to give it a fair shake. All I can say is that the Appalachian Trail is definitely <laughs> the worst of the three. So you, but don't tell anybody. But don't tell anybody I said that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Did I? I haven't clicked record yet. Uh, we haven't been recording this entire interview. Um, so sorry. Yeah, it's not on your website. Have you done the Appalachian Trail? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. So it was a joke. I <laughs> It was a joke, but it's it's uh, it's 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 a lot of people feel very passionately about the Appalachian Trail, and I think it is because it was a lot of people's or is a lot of people's first and maybe only long trail that they hike, mm. um, which is fine. But like, uh, just personally, it doesn't really appeal to me too much. The Appalachian Trail. I don't know. You don't want to finish that trip around, no. I don't really care about the trip crowd. <laughs> like, but what if the guys that did the PCT and the CDT went off and did the the AT? Would you would you think about it then? I would cons. I would actually. I would consider it, but I I highly doubt. You're gonna make it happen. The- <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna track these guys down. <laughs> It'd be hard pressed to get either one of them to through hike again. I think. Oh really? But it's like. I, I do have lots of friends now who have hiked all three trails and uh, you know, I know people who are planning on hiking one of the three trails like in any given year. And honestly, based, based on feedback, like a lot of them kind of give it like hush hush, but they're like, you don't really have to hike the Appalachian trail. Like it's okay. Like I, I feel like given the opportunity to go and do other trails, there are a lot of other things that I would prefer to do. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not completely ruling it out. Like it's, you know, it's, it is like, it's like the OG long distance trail, which is, you know, why it is so popular. And yeah. 
but uh, I don't know. It's I'd rather just spend the summer hiking in the Sierra or up in Washington. Yeah, uh, like it. It I've. <laughs> I suppose I, I've heard of all the, the negative sides of the Appalachian Trail as well, where it's, it's it, out of the three, it's the wettest trail. It's the coldest trail because of where it is. Like you're, you're in the wettest states in the US, maybe apart from Washington. And uh, so it's just constantly raining the entire time you're going on it. But as I said to you earlier on, <laughs> I live in rain. I live in a constant cloud. So that doesn't really bother me whatsoever. No, I mean, have you ever? You were saying before we started recording that you came over to uh, to the UK and you did a bit of hiking around the the Lake District. Uh, did you spend? You've done other hiking in Europe as well, haven't you? Yeah, so I did a little bit of hiking uh, in the Lake District. Uh, unfortunately, it was a little late in the year when I went, and it was absolutely freezing and. Uh, was not prepared for those kinds of temperatures but still i think got like three three nights in um it was beautiful like everybody kept saying to me in the uk like oh you're going up to the lake district like it's so beautiful up there it's it's so beautiful it's so beautiful and kind of when when you hear that about a place so many times i i kind of start to think like oh okay like i'm i'm a little prepared to be disappointed because like so many people have just been like you know but I went up there and I was like, oh, it is actually very nice up here. Like it was, I, I really did enjoy it. Uh, um, it was very nice. Uh, I would definitely go back and do some more hiking up there. And, and but, it's the, uh, it, 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 the, one of the Caminos as well. Yep. So I did the, the Camino de Santiago starting in Porto, in Portugal, and hiked north uh, to Camino de Santiago in, in Spain. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was less of a hike, more of a, a a walk, like a an educational tour through the Portuguese and Spanish villages along the Camino. <laughs> um, a lot of food, a lot of cured meats, a lot of oil. Yep, yep. It was, uh, and I did it in the winter, so I, which is the off season, so I met very few other people who are actually on the Camino while I was doing it. Uh, I've done, I did an overnighter in the Pyrenees on the French side, which uh, Pyrenees were awesome. I really want to get back and hike the uh, the high Pyrenees route or the Pyrenees high route or the hot route Pyrenees. Hot or, route, yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that looks awesome. That's, that's, that's high on my list for, you know, hikes to do once we can, travel the world again and yeah things um uh, have you any plans to come over to uh come over to ireland do you ever think about coming over here because your name is mac uh you know and irish and scottish uh the celtic name so you, you gotta you gotta come over here uh uh i've thought about going to ireland not in a hiking sense um oh, you're just I, here I, for the booze aren't you i don't know I've, I mean, like, I want to go to Ireland because it's a place I haven't been. But, like, I, I honestly, I, I know zero about uh, hiking in Ireland. Like, do people hike in Ireland? Is there, like, a, a coast-to-coast? There is a coast-to-coast. There is a coast-to-coast, and I'm I'm planning on doing it myself this year, hopefully. Fingers crossed, during the, during the summer, going from uh, from Dublin down to Cork. And it's it's about a 600, 
650 kilometers so whatever that'll be like 400 miles maybe yeah something like just under 400 i think just under 400 miles i'd say yeah uh so it's it's, it's a good like few weeks or two or three weeks on, on a trail uh, okay. but it, it's it's actually part of a uh, i don't know if you're familiar with the uh, this might be creating a bigger list for you but the the european rambling uh paths they're like e paths like e1 e2 e3 are those like the along the same vein as like the gr paths yeah gr will be gr is uh french so that's the ground route as uh, oh. so the gr20 gr5 yeah so the e paths are like these just colossal trails they're just gigantic uh so the 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 one i'm doing is a section of the e8 which goes from the southern west tip i don't know why i'm pointing on the screen <laughs> like it's over there um it starts in the southwest of ireland and it comes right up to dublin and then you get a, a ferry over to England and you continue through England and then you go over to mainland Europe and you end up in Istanbul in Turkey. So it's, uh, yeah, I think it's like six or 7,000 miles. It's, it's huge. Cool. Yeah, yeah no, that's, uh, I'll have to add it to my list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been to Turkey yet. Um, so I wanted to ask you some questions about you've got these these bullet points on your website. I just wanted to ask you about them. Um, why why are you a decorated not just a limbo champion a decorated limbo champion? <laughs> this is like parts of the website that I wrote at one point and then haven't looked at in so long. <laughs> um, I okay. Maybe maybe decorated is the wrong word, but but I am. I want to see a, trophies. I want to see medals. Like yeah, I know. Maybe I need to change it. Maybe maybe now that you know I'm I'm more public facing, I I need more accurate information on uh my website. But uh, I don't, I'm 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 just better at limbo than uh, you would think. I'm better at limbo than I would think. Well, I've, you're you're I've, in a you're in a in a, you're in a four by four inch screen right now, so I actually couldn't tell whether you were good or not at limbo. But I'm. I mean, it's, I've just I've won many drinks at bars betting people limbo related things. You know, okay. it's, I I I, I got a pretty good limbo hustle. <laughs> and is that like? Do you try and incorporate that into your through hiking? Do you chuck a you know a thirty pound bag on your back and try limbo? No, but I should start. That's yeah. I mean, I, limbo the AT. I'm always looking for ways to make hiking more interesting. So it's, through limbo. Through, lo- through limboing, it should be a, a new thing. <laughs> so what's, what's, what's up with your toenails? Oh, they're gross. They, uh, I had horribly ingrown toenails like my entire childhood. Breach. Um, what's that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, pe- people don't get it. Like... If you haven't had like bad ingrown toenails before and it's like you're just like stubbing it or stepping on it, it's just like the worst pain. And it's uh so now like the skin around my big toenails is like engorged and I don't know, my my big toenails look look weird and I, I cut them with like a V in the middle to try to keep them from growing into the 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 nail beds on the sides and they're just unattractive. I can just hear my mother saying to me, like, you need to cut your nails this way so they don't grow out that way. 
I have the, I know exactly what you're talking about. I honestly don't know if it even works. I just make sure that I don't cut the edge of my toenails lower than the nail bed because I know if I do, they'll just, they'll get right in there. It's like they're just waiting to grow into the skin and cause me horrible pain. And fortunately, I've done a pretty good job managing them. I, the last time I remember having a really bad ingrown toenail was on the PCT in 2013. And I got a really bad one and it got infected and I went to the hospital and I had to be prescribed antibiotics. And it was terrible because I, I had to take them every six hours, which meant I had to wake up during the night and take them since I was generally sleeping more than six hours. And the doctor was like, yeah, if this doesn't get better, like you need to come back and you know, we need to take your, and I was like, can I still through hike? And he was like, oh, you probably shouldn't hike in, you know, in classic through hiker fashion. I was like, well, I'm going to do it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get this like idea in your head when you're through hiking that you're special and that like nothing can interrupt your through hike. And like the forest is on fire. It doesn't matter. I'm through hiking. Like I'm going to continue. <laughs> Actually, this is this gonna. I won't labor on this, but it kind of brings up a point about uh, through hiking last year uh, and like the the, you know, there was a global pandemic and people were like, "Well, I'm gonna keep going because I'm on this special journey." Um. Yeah, I, yeah. I got. It. <laughs> yeah. It, it's like, a it's a it's a tough subject because you're like, I get it, but also. I don't get it. You're like, please just Yeah. Like be cool. <laughs> like, okay, I like okay, some people hiked, whatever. Like you hiked, what am I gonna do about it? But then it's it's the people who hiked and then who are just angry at everybody who didn't fully embrace their hikes. It's like, listen, if you hiked, you hiked, whatever. Like yeah. leave it at that. And people are like, no, like you have to tell all the haters that it was fine to hike. I'm like, no, like, like, can't you be fine meeting in the middle? Like, I'm not going to tell you're a horrible person for hiking. I'm also not going to say like, you did the right thing. Like, let's leave it at that. Like, you know, what's done is done. So I don't know. It's, you know, it was, it was unprecedented. But, <laughs> um, okay. What about dark chocolate? What's going on with dark chocolate? Why don't you like dark chocolate? What did it ever do to you? It doesn't taste good. <laughs> it tastes amazing. It's got the benefit of like being less unhealthy and then also being chocolate. I don't know. Like it's like you ever take a sip of of, of a drink and you think it's going to be one thing and then it's another thing and it's it's terrible. Like that's dark chocolate for me. I, I take a bite and I'm like, oh, like, you tricked me. <laughs> what but okay, but like it is an acquired taste. Like you do have to know that you're like, okay, this is not milk chocolate. Well, okay, I, I, I have to remind myself that I'm speaking to an American here. You don't have the creamy goodness of Irish milk, Irish milk chocolate, or uh, British milk chocolate. Like you don't have it. I'm sorry. I've well, been there's one more to go to Ireland. I guess. <laughs> I'll get you some dark chocolate whenever you come over here and, we'll, and we we hike. I'll get you some dark chocolate. Uh, it, well, I mean, I'll, 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 I, it's like one of those things I, I try. Like I didn't drink coffee until 2017, and what? yeah, I, I was just addicted to energy drinks ever since high school. It was terrible, right? Uh, 
And then just like cold turkey one day, I said to myself, I need to stop drinking these things because I might die and started drinking coffee, which I hated, 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 hated. But now I only drink black coffee because I made the, the conscious decision when I started drinking coffee. I'm only going to drink black coffee so I can always have coffee and not be like, oh, I need my sugar or milk or cream or whatever. So, I mean, I, I, I worked on that and now, you know. Oh, you're frozen, man. Oh, no. This is going so well. If you could only see your face, man, it's it's uh, it's pretty funny. Hello. Just for the fun of it, I am going to take a screenshot because this is a very funny pose. There we go. Yo. Hey. <laughs> really sorry about that. I hope you can uh, splice that together. My. Uh, That's all right. My phone just died, and since I was hotspotting with my phone, my internet oh, turned off. Shit. So but, are you uh, back on Starbucks now? No, no, no. We're we're the phone is plugged in now. Ah, I, okay. I, I just it, battery drained so fast. Well, um, you are speaking to somebody across the ocean. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, it, it uses more battery the further you have to to to, to internet. Um, I I still I can't just kept recording. This is the same Zoom chat, so we can just keep Great. going with this one. Great. Um, so I can't remember where we were. I was I was telling you I'd I'll give dark chocolate a shot. Oh, okay, yes, cool, right, yes. Until we left it, I accept that dark chocolate has potential, and I will, I will try it. Okay, awesome. All right. All right. Well, as I says, you know, Irish Ireland has uh, the best chocolate in the world. Uh, I will say that now on on this. Screw Switzerland. Screw Belgium. Whatever they say about their chocolate, Swiss chocolate, and Belgian chocolate. Come and have a bar of Cadbury's dairy milk. Is that, the one in the, in the, is that the one in the 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 purple wrapper? Yeah. Okay. I feel like they had those in uh, New Zealand and Australia, possibly, but you know, I I can't speak to how 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 well relates to what's in in Ireland. Yeah. Well, I, I like unless it's it, the actual imported stuff from from here. Um, it's the you know it's it's not okay. going to be it's not going to be I'll, I'll, I'll wait the past judgment. <laughs> So what's what's next on? Uh, you said that you're going to do a bunch of hikes in in Europe, the Hout Route. Um, is there any trails in the US that you got planned? Um, for this year, since I am still not expecting to uh, leave the country, probably uh, I'm possibly doing a, a winter uh, hike. I don't know if you call it a hike, a winter tour of the uh, Tahoe Rim Trail. Oh. Um, I got a split board this year and have been getting into the backcountry more, less as like a uh, let's go up a big mountain and then snowboard down it and more of like, uh, hey, now I have a means of transporting myself across snow in the backcountry. Yeah. Um, so possibly doing that. I'm hoping to bike pack uh, my next foray into uh riding a bicycle uh the arizona trail in april okay uh, and then this summer probably trying to hit up a bunch of the high routes in uh in the sierra so the yosemite high route uh king's canyon high basin route 
uh, finish up the last leg of the Sierra High route that I had to get off last year because of fires. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. And then in December of this year, I have a permit to raft the uh, Grand Canyon. Oh, wow. Okay. So I need to find uh, 15 other people who want to do it with me, and I need to uh, figure out what I'm doing on the water. So probably spend some of my summer finding people to hopefully uh, educate me enough to uh, get me up to speed on what I need to do for uh, for that trip. Well, look, if I could get over, I'd absolutely be one of those 15 people to, to go along with you, but doesn't look like we're going to be leaving the country anytime soon either. Um, that sounds amazing. That's that's a jam-packed year of adventure right there. I, I I hope so. I mean, we'll see. I'm still like, I don't know. You know, until things are quote-unquote normal again, I'm still just like waiting with everybody else. Like, okay. Mm. Like, I really can't wait to leave the country again. <laughs> I want to go places again. I miss it. I miss meeting new people, going new places. Like, I had, you know, I had big plans for 2020. Like, mm. I, I, March 13th was the day that I was supposed to fly uh, to South America to, like, start, like, three months of traveling and hiking down there. And March 13th was the day that, like, the U.S. was kind of, huh. Good thing is, like, a big deal. It's, like, when they, the end, when the NBA got canceled, it's been, like, all these things. And then, so it's, like, okay. And, you know, obviously it was the right decision to not get on that plane because I probably would have had to just turn around and come back to the U.S. But, you know, it's just it's stacking the things that I want to do. It's, I'm running out of time. I'm going to die soon. Like, you know. I did know that you, you said, it, yeah, you said it on your, on, your, on your blog that, you know, you know, you could get hit, you know, kicked in the face by a horse or a donkey or something. Like, I can't remember what you said, but it was something along those lines. I'm so scared of walking in back of pack animals and horses. Like, am I the only, like, sometimes people have their horses on the trail and they're like side across the trail. And it's like, you got to scoot by the back room. You're like, oh, it's fine. Just go around the back. And the whole time, all I can imagine is just the horse getting spooked and kicking the ribs or the face. It's just like, I don't know. <laughs> Do you have the same experience ever? Like, like it, yeah. I don't horses enough, but. We, 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 we definitely do. And like, so this not hiking related but in in dublin city we have um we have a lot of of, of like what do you call them uh carriages you know horse and carriages that would bring tourists around the city and it's a nice play, way to city see to see the city but there's a lot of them and anytime i'm crossing the road i'm terrified that one of them is just going to go and just kick me uh as i'm like you know because they, they they don't horses don't see red lights it's the people that are holding the reins and they're the ones that are, are, are stopping them at a red light. So they, they, they'll cruise up and they might just keep going right up to you. And like uh, when pedestrians are going across the road, sometimes you have to walk around in front of them or you have to walk around behind them. And I'm just terrified every single time that I'm just going to get a boot in the, in the knee or something like that. I'm just, I'm done. They will never be able to hike again. But I feel like maybe this is like the same, like if you were to talk to like a horse person, they would tell you that no this is like completely irrational like you should not be scared of this like the kind of same way people are like aren't you bears 
like eating you while you're sleeping. Yeah. And it's like for somebody who doesn't spend any time outside and it's like all they see are like, you know, scare stories about bears and whatever. Yeah. They, you know, they think that that's what could happen. But, you know, if you're just out there all the time and there's bears and you're just like, no, like bears don't care about you. You're not going to get eaten by bears. So, you know, it's, it's, I feel like it might be that same kind of thing where if, if somebody who actually knew about horses, they'd be like, I just need them to say to me, like, no, listen, you don't have to be scared of horses. They're nice. Just don't scream around them or make sudden movements and you'll be fine. I'll be like, okay, cool. I'm, I can walk in back with horses now. <laughs> I, I know a lot of horse people, but I, like even, even knowing them, they, they haven't said that to me yet. Um, uh, maybe, so maybe one of my friends is listening to this right now. Can you please get in touch and tell me the horses are fine and not going to kick me? <laughs> or maybe they will. Maybe they will kick you. Maybe it's legitimate. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, Mac, Tyler, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, it, uh, hopefully, you can make it over this side of the river, the river, the water, the ocean, the big massive river that separates our two countries. Um, at some point, we can go hiking. I'm definitely going to be uh, getting myself over to the uh, states at some point soon again. Uh, maybe we can we can hang hang out then. Um, if there's if there's any advice you can give to our listeners, anyone who's thinking about making such a uh, maybe not as much of a leap, but making a leap into the world of adventure, what kind of advice would you give them? Uh, just do it. <laughs> like, like if you can do it now, like do it now. I don't know. I've I've I've, I've kind of adopted a philosophy of like do it when you can kind of thing because like you never know what's going to happen in the future it's like it's like why i like to you know it's like try to work out early in the morning because it's like if i don't then it's like oh all these other things are going to happen i should be like oh you know whatever it's like you know so do things while you can do them you know and worst case scenario you hate it and you go back to doing what you were doing before you know it's like at least you try yeah it's, it's better to do it and then decide you don't like it or something than just always wonder like oh you know you know People email me sometimes like, oh, I'm going to hike the PCT in 2027. Like, what advice do you have for me? And I'm like, well, probably don't think about it until <laughs> 2026. I don't know. Like, Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Be a little bit more present. Yeah, and just, you know, do what you can when you can because you never know when you're going to get kicked by a horse and you're not going to be able to do things anymore. <laughs> yes, or as uh, Shia LaBeouf says, yesterday you said tomorrow, just do it. <laughs> do it just do it uh okay tyler I'll, I'll leave it there it was an absolute pleasure talking to you thank you so much for your time and uh, uh despite all your wi-fi issues i'm glad we we managed to get this get this done yeah look we'll, let's keep in touch i'll speak to you soon yeah great talking to you man well that's it for your fortnightly dose of hiker podcast content I hope you enjoyed that. I thoroughly enjoyed chatting to Mac and we've kept in touch since and um, I, I hope to catch up with him now since he's finished his, his adventure of the Arizona Trail. Um, I'm hoping to increase the frequency of this podcast. I'm also ch- hoping to change the content format of the podcast. So there's a bunch of inter- interviews lined up for the rest of the season, so stay tuned for them. But also stay tuned for season three, which again, as I said, I'm, I'm, I think there might be something different on the table for season three of the Hiker Podcast. So stay tuned for that. Thanks so much for listening. Oh, um, 
I shall chat to you in two weeks. Uh, until then, please rate, review, comment, share. Do what you can. Support the podcast. Uh, support the app. Support the website. Support Hiker. Support hiking and support the outdoors. Uh, it's it's this trickle down effect. And just you you help us help us help you. Okay, as Jeremy Guire says, help us, help me help you. Help me, please. I haven't hiked in weeks. No, I have. Happy trails.